Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show here on WMAY. For the last few months, we have uh, followed the saga of the Leland Farms building on the near west side of Springfield. The uh, actual home that served as really a, a, a summertime getaway for some of Springfield's most prominent 19th century families. It was demolished a few months back, but there was an outbuilding known as the Summer Kitchen, and the folks who uh, were trying to save the entire original structure and weren't able to do that were still hopeful to be able to move that outbuilding to a different location to preserve it and its part of that uh, fascinating chapter of Springfield history. Well, that effort continues, and we're getting an update on it now with some of the folks who are part of the uh, group uh, that has been working to preserve and save that portion of Leland Farms. Teresa O'Hare, Lisa Moffat, Dan DeWeese, all here with us by phone this afternoon for the update. Thanks to all of you for being here. Welcome back to the program. Hey, thanks for having Thank us. Thank you. Hi there. All right. Well, let's uh, and uh, whoever jumps on, just l- let us know which one we're hearing from. Dan, if, if, if it's you, we'll probably know. But for the ladies, uh, just let us know who's talking here and just give us the uh, the update on where things stand right now. You've got another deadline approaching. You've been fundraising. So how close are we to securing uh, the uh, the acquisition and the moving of the summer kitchen? We're about 10000 away, Jim. This is Lisa Moffitt. Uh, 10000 out of uh, how much total to get this done? Well, originally we thought forty. We're It's a little more than forty. At the end, after the um, summer kitchen is moved, we have to do clean fill and um, get the area to look at the property of Mr. Valla look like it was never there. So that's going to, you know, that adds about 1500 to our total. And you're still uh, about 10,000 away. You've been working on this for uh, a couple of months at least now, and you're only about 75% to your goal. And you've got a deadline coming up pretty quickly, don't you? We do. We do. But um, we have a huge uh, last final push fundraiser coming up, and I'm going to let Dan tell you about it. All right. Hey, Jim, Dan Dewey. So <clears throat> I've been uh, talking to the guys at Anvil and Forge about our project, and they, they're pretty inspired with what we're doing. So they agreed to host uh, a fundraiser for us, and they're going to give us the proceeds of all the beer and pizza sold that night. And I don't know if you've been to Anvil and Forge, but their beer and pizza is fantastic. Um, and then we'll have a silent auction and then a uh, band playing around 8 o'clock that night. And it's just going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we've had a bunch of local businesses donate items for the silent auction, and uh, we're, we're still seeking out other businesses that want to donate as well. Uh, but we're pretty confident this, this, this final push fundraiser is going to get us where we need to go. The last few weeks, we've seen a huge boost in support financially, uh, and it seems like we're just going to coast right where we need to be. And this is actually February 26th at Anvil and Forge downtown. We'll come back and revisit the details on the fundraiser here in just a moment. But again, uh, a last major push here to get this all done. Uh, that said, uh, $10,000 is not exactly a, a small undertaking here uh, with uh, really days to go uh, for this deadline here. So uh, wa- walk us through the contingency plans in all of this. Is there a chance for an additional extension if you don't have every dollar you need? Uh, do you just have to hope that everything comes together here in, the, in this last fundraising push? Uh, what, what sort of flexibility do you have in all of this? Uh, hi, this is Teresa O'Hare. We are so confident. The community has been so unbelievably generous and supportive. We are absolutely confident that we are going to meet our goal. 
Um, we don't we don't feel that we need a contingency. We feel like everything is really pretty smooth sailing from this point on. Uh, so we're just we're just looking at having a really great final push fundraiser, um, getting some silent auction items donated, and um, just you know just making it to the goal by the by the second. Uh, how are, are things going with Mr. Valla? Of course, he's the uh, the owner of the property there. Uh, you initially wanted to save the entire Leland Farm house, the main structure. That didn't happen, but he has been willing to work with you and give you some time to make this happen. I wound up, and I'm not sure if it was intentional or not, but wound up being copied on an email a couple of weeks ago where he wanted to know uh, names of people who had been commenting on this entire saga and whether, in fact, they were donating to your effort and things uh so how, how are things going in your dealings with him and and has it been uh cooperative or a little contentious so this is teresa again mr valla has been really nice um he has just wanted to know you know some details uh, about about the move and we're really more than happy to work with him uh we were it was clear uh in january that we were not going to make our february 15th goal and we did go ahead and contact Mr. Valla, and he gave us this month's extension. And this extension really is causing us to be able to move and save the summer kitchen. So it's been, it's all just been just fine. We're talking with some members of the Save the Old Leland Farm Summer Kitchen Group. Again, a fundraiser coming up on a final push to raise all of the money they need to make this happen. Tell me about this at the other end. I know you've been working with the Springfield Park District. They've had items on their agenda the last couple of weeks pertaining to this and and uh, I think the city of Springfield is also involved in this somehow in an intergovernmental agreement. So are all of those details worked out as far as ultimately where you're going to place this and, and how it's going to be maintained going forward? Yeah, Jim's day of the week again. Yeah, pretty much they're, they're, everything's been agreed upon. And between the park and the city, they're working out the, the final details. But uh, they were all in agreement that we're just we're going for March 2nd and we're figuring out these details day by day to make this thing happen. But, uh, you know, of course, there's going to be some last-minute things to come up. Uh, we're moving a building, so this isn't something that all these people do every day. So there's definitely going to be some last-minute challenges that I'm most definitely uh, sure we're going to see. When when this building is ultimately moved and it's put in place in its new home in Washington Park, will people be able to go inside? What will they see when they're there? Uh, what sort of signage is going to be in place? And how long until this is really ready for public viewing and, and public interaction? So immediately it'll be ready for public viewing, but as far as interaction, I mean, we have plans to do things down the road, but immediately this will be uh, just exterior only. We plan on maybe having some plaques of history placed around the structure, maybe a nice fence to kind of go with the period of the structure. Uh, you know, I think at this point, if we get it to its resting place, we, we can figure it out once we get there. Uh, it's just been a, it's been a hard fight just to get where we're at. So it's been really kind of, hard to, to plan much beyond just getting moved. So, uh, again, you, you've got just uh, days to go here. You still need to raise about $10,000. So walk us through, again, the details on the big fundraiser coming up on February 26th, Anvil and Forge. They've just recently added pizza uh, down there and get a lot of rave reviews for that. So that's all going to be available. So uh, what do people need to know? Do they need to buy tickets in advance? Can they just show up at the door that night? Uh, how's that going to play out? Yeah, absolutely. So there's no cover charge to attend. This is open to anyone. And literally every beer, every slice of pizza you buy, it helps our cause. Um, Anvil Forge is located at 619 East Washington. 
they have the foundry pizza. It is some of the best pizza I've ever had in my life. Uh, we have the silent auction going on, which will be happening, you know, um, so it starts at 4.30 and goes to 9.30. So the silent auction will probably be kicking off, you know, right at 4.30 and we'll be closing it out at the end of the night. Uh, and then uh, Yellow Number 7, a local uh, original band is going to be playing at 8 o'clock to kind of end the night for a big celebration. And, um, yeah, I'm just looking to have a lot of fun. It's been a hard road for all of us, and this is kind of a victory party as well as a fundraiser. It's Saturday, February 26th, 4.30 until 9.30, Anvil and Forge at 619 East Washington downtown. Again, more details if you check out the Save the Old Leland Farm Summer Kitchen Group on Facebook. You can get more details there as well. Uh, Anything else that people need to know about this project? If they can't make the fundraiser but still would like to support it, how do they do that? Absolutely. This is Lisa. Um, We have had some incredible donations recently. We've always let people know there's the GoFundMe going on, but they can also drop donations at any United Community Bank um, location. And we've had several uh, very generous donations, anywhere from 25 all the way up to, I think, two weeks ago, three different people each brought in a $1,000 donation. So that's amazing. And one more thing I want to add, the, the evening at Anvil and Forge, Julie Daly has come up with another original piece of art. She's just drawn the summer kitchen. So anyone who was able to get the larger print, um, they could come and grab a smaller one. And we're going to have some magnets and all sorts of stuff. All right. Very exciting night. And again, it is the uh, final push here to secure all the funding necessary to preserve this piece of uh, Springfield history. Some of the most prominent families, folks connected to the Leland Hotel and uh, really movers and shakers of 19th century Springfield. This was their uh, home base in the summer months, and uh, it'll keep that part of that history and their story alive for generations to come. Lisa Moffat, Teresa O'Hare, Dan DeWeese, uh, thank you so much for the update. Please do keep us posted. Thanks, Jim. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank All right. You.